I talk about a system in having a system, developing a system to um, capture the things that you accomplish. And so whether that be just like you said, whether you're writing it out, whether you are putting it, you have a folder, uh, you have an email, a Word document, whatever you use, write it down and then schedule the time to do it. So invest in yourself. Don't just look up in six months or a year and you know you've worked hard, you're tired. Again, sacrifice has been made and you have nothing to show for it because you didn't take the time to write it down. You're listening to the Humbitious Woman Podcast, an online career and business podcast. I'm your host, Jacquees J. Spikes, CEO and founder of Wise Hat Consulting and author of The Humbitious Woman, How to Self-Promote in the Workplace Without Feeling Like You're Bragging. At Wise Hat Consulting, we are a career consulting company for women, and we empower corporate women who feel stuck and burned out in their careers to change their hat that is their habits, associations, and thoughts to take back control of their career. As women, we wear so many hats, but when we apply wisdom to our habits, associations, and thoughts, we become a wise hat and start to see true success. So ladies, it's time to change your hat. And what is a ambitious woman? It's a woman who is both humble and ambitious, who doesn't think less of herself, but thinks of herself less. The Humbitious Woman podcast will provide career and business strategies, tips, truth, and transparency to enable women to get unstuck and create real opportunities. Be sure to subscribe, download, and share with your friends. For more information about Jacquees Spikes, you can visit wisehatconsulting.com. We are back for another episode from the Humbitious Woman podcast. And what is a Humbitious Woman? A woman who is both humble and ambitious, who doesn't think less of herself, but thinks of herself less. And I am so excited to welcome my special guest, a Humbitious Woman, of course, Miss Devin Moody-Graham. Devin, um, she has an MBA in business and um, she's a community leader dedicated to seeing a positive shift in economic development through entrepreneurship and underserved communities. She's the chief solutions officer of CEO Mom Empower LLC and lead strategist in business development to several companies, nonprofits, and universities. Wow. Her experience in partnerships have brought over $4 million in capital to small businesses. Devin created a community for mothers, the CEO Mom Project, that inspires mothers to life changing action in business, socially, and professionally. She's worked with over 500 plus businesses and 15,000 youth and young adults in entrepreneurship and professional training over the last 12 years to bring awareness to the feasibility of wealth building. Devin, wow. Welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you. Wow. You look, you said a lot. I didn't even realize that much was there. It's like, wow. That's me, but it's so <laughs> on point with us and this discussion and this talk around it. So I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming. So today we are going to talk about the art of self-promotion in the workplace, specifically for women, right? And so mm-hmm. in my book, um, The Ambitious Woman, How to Self-Promote in the Workplace Without Feeling Like You're Bragging, I talk about the fact that when you self-promote in the workplace, you're not bragging. 
You're simply stating facts. So it's interesting that over my years of managing women, they particularly struggle with this area. And so I thought it was just an interesting phenomenon. I want to ask you, why do you think women in particular struggle in this area? You know what? Just because we're in 2021 doesn't mean that patriarchal mindsets um, that existed, you know, centuries and centuries ago aren't still instilled in us. Yes, we're moving forward. Yes, we've done a lot as women, um, no matter your background, but we still sometimes can have that be seen and not heard type of mentality. And even though I know that I have taken some of the accomplishments that I had when, you know, posting them online and putting them there. When people, other people say it, it's kind of like, oh, did I send so much information? I just thought about that. I said, oh, but that's me. So why wouldn't I be okay with presenting myself? And it's like, that's just a small piece of it. And so, like I said, I think it goes back to some things that have been instilled in us um, as women centuries ago. And even though we are louder than we have been, we're still not loud enough. And those women who are seen as being loud enough, sometimes we might think that, oh, well, we don't want to look like this in front of this group, or we don't want to look like that in front of another group. And so I think that that just really plays a big part in us owning who we are as much. And so as I even speak on this, and I know that I own who I am even much more than I did last year or the year before, sometimes I still, even with all my confidence in certain places, I'm like, oh, you know, was that a little bit too much? And then the boldness in myself, like, Okay, no, no, not at all. You didn't even give them enough. So I want to say go. It's, it's historical, and then it goes, of course, between, between your own homes, and then there you have religious views of still people thinking women should be seen and not heard. We should only be there to serve and not speak, you know. And so even in 2021, those things still exist. So I, I want to say that's where a lot of it still comes from, even as we are louder than we used to be. Absolutely. And it's interesting that you said that because um, I talk about this in my book too. My parents were old school. And so I was raised to be seen and not heard. Children were seen and not heard. You needed permission to have a conversation and you dare not interrupt a quote unquote grown folks conversation, right? Mm-hmm. And so I carried that into my career. And when I got into court, corporate America, it was like, okay, I have all these things to say. I was having these conversations in my mind, but I wouldn't dare speak up. And it took, it took some things to happen for me to kind of have the boldness to say, okay, no, this is what I want for my career. Okay, no, I'm bored over here. I want to go do this. I want to go do that. And, um, just, just being comfortable with that. Right. And so you talked about the, the boldness piece and saying, Hey, did I do too much? Did I give too much? And you know, that the saying that people say, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Right. Mm -hmm. So that ties into it too. But it's interesting that, you know, when we go like trace it back to the root, Mm -hmm. that it all started somewhere. And historically Mm -hmm. bet a lot of us can pinpoint where there was an event that happened, or maybe we were raised that way, but something happened Mm -hmm. to where we felt like, Oh, we we can't speak up. Oh, this this isn't appropriate for me to, to for me to say anything. So that that's interesting that you that you say that. I completely agree that we, in particular, as women, struggle. All the women I've managed over the years, they they just had the hardest time 
saying what the value that they brought. And they felt like, if I say this, I'm saying I walk on water. I'm saying I'm better. I'm, I'm being prideful. And it was like, no, that's, that's not what's happening. And I struggled with it too. So, um, I wanted to ask you, have you ever struggled with self-promotion, right? And if so, how did you overcome it? Yes. So it's so funny because I'm the youngest of 10 children, seven brothers. And in my family, I'm pretty outspoken. I'm the one that's okay with taking charge on things. Um, And I'm never quiet in any setting. But I will say that sometimes, well, a lot of times, especially in business, I would be the youngest um, person. A lot of times in the rooms that I sat in, I may be the only black woman. I may be the only black person. And so unfortunately, even though this, the weight of the entire race is not on each other group's shoulders, it just would seem as if the weight of everything was on me, especially in my early to mid twenties when being in these places and spaces as they developed in the St. Louis area. And I would speak on what I've done and I would speak on, you know, and give ideas. But then sometimes I would even have men, sometimes even older black men say, oh, well, you know, basically kind of keep on living. And maybe there's not, no, you know, and sometimes that way it would seem as if I, I wouldn't want to disrespect or show up my elders. And so I would have that. And that, and it's like, no, this is business. This is business. So if that's, possibly not the best way to do this, then we have to introduce that. And so I would say that when I'm big on not wasting my time in places and spaces, and especially as an entrepreneur, um, I wasn't being paid to come to these meetings. I wasn't being, you know, when you formulate new collaborations and things like that. So it's like, I need to make the best of my time. And so I think that real shift hit when um, I was working with, um, a beer startup. It was a Black-owned beer startup. And I learned a lot. Uh, he's still my mentor today. And I remember being in a space where there were people that would talk about all these ideas because I was free-flowing with ideas. I felt comfortable. And these ideas, they're great and they're this and they're that. And I was like, you know what? I need to own this. I need to speak up because great things happen when I speak up. And I just kind of honed in on that. And I tried to, even, even if I would feel uncomfortable in some situations, I knew that my words, my training, my strategies, they mean something. And then they were going to make changes and impact. And so it was up to me um, to say what I needed to say because no one else could say that. So I would say probably like my late, maybe late 20s, going into my early 30s, really being in this scene that I was like, look, I've paid some dues. I started this very early and I can own this and own what I know, own my expertise. And I'm going to say these things um, because the impact that I make or don't make can, you know, it can affect others. And so that's how I started to feel about that. Um, And I want to say that's the shift. I just started to really own it. And that's when I would apply for things, you know, whether it was to be a part of a collaboration and I would say, oh, well, this partner, their resume was only a page long and they're 20 years older than me. You know, maybe I should have submitted that um, list of accomplishments. And then it was like, no, these are my accomplishments. This is who I am. Take this. And actually, that's not even all of them, but those are the relevant ones. So we're going to stick here. This is why I'm a, I belong. And this is why I should be a part. So I'll say I really start to own it. Um, I guess now it's been a few years, but I knew that I needed to do that. I love it. I love it. I'm just sitting up here chuckling to myself. We have that in common where we were right around the same age when that epiphany hit, like, wait a minute. Okay. Yes, I'm young. Cause you hear that a lot, right? When, mm-hmm. when I entered into corporate America, I was in my twenties 
um, young, get still getting my education, mm-hmm. and um, but still I I had the the talent, right? And so I was surrounded by people who had thirty and got forty years, even then. And I'm like, wow, forty years. And all I could hear from them is, you're so young. What do you know? You're so young. What do you know? Right? And so if you're not careful, you'll take that in and let that narrative become your story and then not walk into who you really are. Right? And so I love how you were like, ooh, maybe I shouldn't have submitted these. And and then you, wait, wait a minute. Course correct. No, this is me. This is what I've done. I'm owning it. Right? And, And so again, it's like, this exact thing that I was telling some of the women that worked for me at the time, these are facts. These are things you worked hard for. Blood, sweat, tears, time, a sacrifice away from your family in some cases, right? Especially in corporate America. So how is it now that you put in all of that sacrifice that you're afraid to document it and own it and embrace who you are, regardless of how old you are, young, old, doesn't matter. This is what you did. So that's good. I love that. I love how you did that and had that, that mind shift. Um, so let's talk about tips, right? Because I, I like to live, leave people with something practical that they could take and go, okay, if I could just tweak this one particular area, maybe this will help me kind of overcome this thing. Because we talk about, you hear the, the, the phrase imposter syndrome a lot, mm-hmm. and that's great, but really the common denominator of it is fear. Mm-hmm. It, it's just fear. Right. And so we all, whatever it is, whatever narrative we're saying in our mind, saying in our minds, it all boils down to fear. And then if you take that fear, trace it back to, okay, this is where the origin of this thing came from. Now let's give them some tips on how can they overcome. So what tips um, do you have for women who struggle with articulating the value they bring to the workplace? So you know what? I had to literally start writing down things because like I say, even the things that I put on paper, that's not merely, you know, all I've done, all the impact that I've made. So I would make two lists. I know we write things in our phone a lot, but for me, I I type them in my phone, but then writing them down because I take it back to write the vision, make it plain, but just putting those pens paper and writing it down saying that, you know, I've done this, whether you you spoke at this place, you received this honor, um, whatever that is, write those things down that you've done and dated. Um, if you want to do it electronically, great, but it's something about pen to paper for me. Um, and I do both, but write that down because then that's your record. So that when you're having those rough moments, you can go back and look and say, I did that. And you wrote it. You wrote it down. You put a date. You know when you did these things. So that will just be a reminder for us as we go to new levels on the things that we've already done. So that's one thing. I always tell people to write down what you've done um, because we forget. And a lot of times we don't reflect enough. Um, There's a song uh, by Lecrae that says, uh, is worry less, celebrate more. And that's what we need to we need to do. We need to worry less about being qualified for this. You've already been qualified because you've already been chosen for this, you know, whatever the opportunity is. So you writing it down is just making it more concrete for who you are. Um, another thing I would say um, for people is to, after you've written it down for yourself, take those things that you want to put down and put that on your LinkedIn. Put those things, whether they're awards, recognition, put that out there where people can see. If you spoke at something like recently on Monday, I had a, a workshop that it was my first time speaking on this topic, which I created, you know, and 
it was everywhere. I put it on LinkedIn. I put it on um, Twitter, on Facebook, Instagram. It was out there. This is something that I've done, and I was excited about it. I had a good group, helped other people, and also um, received help myself because I'm always willing to give, so I'm always willing to receive. So put that out there. Write it down. Also put it out there electronically so that people can see what it is that you've done as well. And of course, you may not, you may want to put what's relevant to where you're going out, which is fine, and put maybe different things on different platforms. Um, another thing I would say um, is to celebrate that second part of it. Celebrate those wins because what if this is your if this is your first time speaking in front of this audience that you want to speak in, in front of for a while? Celebrate that. Um, it could be you celebrating by yourself. It could be you going and hanging out with people, but celebrate those wins because you deserve it. When you are taking of yourself, taking time out to create impact for other people, you should celebrate it. Um, so that will be my third thing. And I guess my final uh, piece would be to, hmm, you know what, that may, that may be my three. I think that's three is good enough. Because <laughs> I can keep going, but I think that's yes. good. Write down for yourself because that's your record that you did it. Put certain things out there to other people. And then like, look, I did that. And then the third one, celebrate those wins because you need to, we need to spend more time as people and especially as women, because we'll just move on instead of reflecting on what we've done and celebrating. Mm-hmm. I just want to say this for people who will be listening. Devin has not read my book. No, you haven't even seen it yet. It's not even out oh yet, right? So listen, I'm sitting up here like, Lord, this is so good. You <laughs> just took the page out of my book. So, and I'm sitting up here writing it. Okay. Great minds. Great minds, right? I talk about a system in uh, having a system, developing a system to um, capture the things that you accomplish. And so whether that be just like you said, whether you're writing it out, mm-hmm. whether you are putting it, you have a folder, uh, you have an email, a Word document, whatever you use, write it down and then schedule the time to do it. So invest in yourself. Don't mm-hmm. just look up in six months or a year and you know you've worked hard, you're tired. Again, sacrifice has been made and you have nothing to show for it because you didn't take the time to write it down. Right. So that was the perfect alignment. And then when you talk <laughs> about putting it out there, I'm like, oh my goodness, right? So putting it out there, not being afraid to speak up, right? Mm-hmm. Finding your voice. That's a whole another podcast, a podcast mm-hmm. topic, right? Finding your voice and putting it out there and then celebrating the wins. I love it, right? So taking the time to look back and go, like when I read at the top of the podcast, your bio, you're like, wow, that's me. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's you. Let's celebrate the wins, right? And so it helps you all. Also build up your own self. That that's a part of self promotion. Also, and I want to just say that people sometimes when they hear self promotion, they take it to the wrong way. Just like when they hear mm-hmm. humble, they take it the wrong way. Right? Mm-hmm. They think, okay, I need to go in the corner and not say a word because I'm being humble, and somebody's going to find me, even though I'm looking like an ostrich over here with my head down in the sand because I'm being quote unquote humble. No. Self-promotion, same thing. It's not you bounding, uh, beating on your chest saying, I'm all that. Look at me. I'm better than you. No, it is. These are the things that I've accomplished. These are the values that I bring. This is what you get when you sign up and work with Devin, right? This is the experience that you're going to have here. Well, as they, the slang that the young people say, here are my receipts. Mm-hmm. Period. <laughs> Period. Right? These are my receipts. And that's that's all it is. And, and so a lot of times I think 
that's part of the struggle for us as women because we want to be seen a certain way. And again, that all that whole side, the fabric of society and how it interweaves into our mindsets. But we want to be seen a certain way. And if for some reason we're seen as too haughty or too whatever, um, or seen as haughty, put it that way in general, then we're like, oh no, oh no. And you just got to put that out your mind. So I love it. Write it down. Um, put it out there and celebrate the wins. Mm-hmm. That if you can't walk away with those three tips and do something with that. Now, again, we just talked about before you apply the tips, address the fear, identify the source, mm-hmm. right? Do that. Yeah. Take those three tips and you are well on your way to having a good system in place so that you can effectively self-promote in the workplace. So Devin, this was great. Now I want people to know how to connect with you. So tell us how we can connect with you. Yeah, so I'm on LinkedIn, of course, Devin Moody Graham. I'm also on Instagram. Uh, You can share with me as a new coffee drinker. I'm kind of sharing my new coffee drinker journey right now, which is funny. Um, You can find me on Facebook, Devin Moody Graham as well. And um, as you say, for receipts, I am definitely ambitious, but you can Google me. So my receipts are out there. Google my name. <laughs> uh, yeah, some of the things that I've done. Um, so yeah, I'll be glad to connect. And I really just hope that this inspires people to do just that. Promote yourself. Own what you've done. Put it out there. You deserve that. Yes, yes, Devin. This was great. We got to do this again. Yes, I thank you so much. This is my first season of the Ambitious Woman podcast. So I'm so excited and I'm just so happy to have you as a guest. We absolutely have to do it again in the future, but I appreciate you coming on, dropping gems and pouring into our lovely audience. And so I hope that whatever we share today, someone can take from that and go and change their mindset, change their career, change their business, whatever the goals that they have in front of them, that they're able to do that. So thank you again for being a guest on the podcast. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. All right. Have a good one. You too. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Humbitious Woman podcast, an online career and business podcast where we give tips, strategies, truth, and transparency that will enable women to get unstuck and create real opportunities in their careers. Thank you so much for tuning in. Remember, being humble is not about thinking less of yourself, but thinking about yourself less. Until next time.